Welcome to the Genealogy Happy Hour, a place where new family historians can learn to document their family histories and celebrate their new discoveries. I'm Amy. And I'm Penny. And we're here to help you discover your family tree from the beginning. Welcome to episode 26. In this episode, Amy and I are going to talk about newspapers and doing your research in newspapers for um, obituaries and all sorts of interesting things. And, yeah, newspapers are, should never be overlooked. Every you should right. research every one of your ancestors in newspapers what because the, you never know what you're going to find. Right, what the weather was like that day. Absolutely, well, yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. John Coletta would definitely tell you to look up the yes. weather for we that day. We keep talking about him and that. We're just so fascinated mm-hmm. by that. Yep, by that he's, he's very fascinated with the weather. So before we jump into that. Mm-hmm. Um, We'll apologize for this uh, podcast being so late in coming. We were going to podcast earlier in the month. Earlier in the month. But there was a hurricane. Hurricane came through and um, that pushed us back a little bit. And then we had some other things going on on weekends. And this was the first time we could get together. So, um, as always, we will start with our wine selection. And Amy's got a really fun one. Of course, we're going to start with our wine collection, with our wine selection. (laughs) Oops. <laughs> we do have a collection, too, so <laughs> it all works out. Um, so t- today, because we're this is the last day of September, mm-hmm. October is, is coming up um, tomorrow, and um, I was at the wine store recently and saw these really cool um, wine bottles from uh, Hobnob. Because they we, have, we do pick wine by the label. We do pick wine by the label sometimes, yes, we do. And this is a really cool... Um, Label the Hobnob has a limited edition uh, for October. They have a red blend and they have a wicked Chardonnay. Mm. So I chose the wicked Chardonnay, of and course, it is for wicked. us. It is wicked. It's very crisp. Um, it's from California. It's a medium-bodied Chardonnay with uh, notes of nuts and honey. Mm, so it's and very good. It's very good. So we're in our second class. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Um, so. One thing I did want to mention, and I was super excited about, was that um, um, we're on a second glass. Did I say <laughs> <Yes>. that? <laughs> so the new Morton Farrier book is out, and it's a, a novella. And but he's published um, in a different format. He hasn't published. He right. It's a, it's a short. It's a short mm-hmm. story. Nathan Dylan Goodwin is one of our favorite authors for. Um, genealogical mysteries and this one it's short it's a a quick read and the minute he posted it i quick jumped on kindle and downloaded it really fast it it was like 2.99 and read it right away um really good really good so he's you know he's they've got a a little uh new family member in in addition to their family coming on board and um, don't get the whole thing away well it's in the it's in the synopsis it's in there you can read that. Right. And um, so, but in the meantime, while they're dealing with that, mm-hmm. um, he's researching his wife Juliet's family and comes upon an ancestor of hers that is a, uh, or was a suffragette and quite a feisty suffragette she was. So it was, it was very nice. interesting, <laughs> her tale and a mystery that is in her life that, um, gets uncovered in the mm-hmm. end so it's 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 quick it's engaging mm-hmm. it's really good i learned some really interesting things about the suffragettes and i i really had a lot of fun reading his notes at the back on mm-hmm. how much of that was true right. and how he um used some really you know 
authentic records to make this story. It was, it was really good. So I highly recommend getting that. The Suffragette's Secret. Yeah, we recommend all his books. All his all, books. All, the, all great. Yes. Yeah. Excellent. Well, I have not read it yet, so I will be... Yeah, I won't, I won't give anything else away. Okay, thank you. All right, All right so, so newspapers, yes. Newspapers, very vital to our genealogical research. Uh, if you're looking for uh, more ancestors who may, um, or, or relatives who may currently be living, newspapers are often the t- way to go. Um, and forensic genealogy um, obituaries uh, can give you a lot of information when um, records are more recent. We can't get a hold of those, mm-hmm, those mm-hmm. records. You often will be able to find relationships or individuals in obituaries. And we have to keep in mind now that um, obituaries are very expensive to publish. You can spend hundreds of dollars very quickly on an obituary published in a newspaper. So oftentimes um, the family will then publish just the free, maybe two lines, um, basic uh, identifying the funeral home that mm-hmm. they're using. And then when you have to go to that funeral home website and then you have a full obituary there. So it's always a good idea if you're looking for recent obituaries to mm-hmm. Google them or go to legacy.com mm-hmm. and look for them there first. So, yeah. the and most, then save them because they're not going to be on there forever. Right. And the most frustrating thing is when you find somebody and you find their obituary and you're really hoping to see the kids listed or something and all it says is Frank Jones died on this day at this time. Right. Nothing. <laughs> I was looking at one yesterday on Friday from Canada and it said full obituary will be published later. And I can't find that later by obituary yeah. anywhere. So yeah. or maybe know. they've decided not to publish right. it. Exactly. Yeah. yeah, that's what I'm thinking. So um so always Google the individuals as well as look in the newspapers. Right. But um, that for obituaries that only works going back to, to maybe two, year two thousand, and then if, if they died prior to that, you're definitely going to have to hit um, the newspapers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So there are uh, what I call, I guess, the big four online digitized um, providers okay. of, of newspaper articles, and these are not just obituaries, but they're all newspaper. Um, Newspaper articles, and that's, of course, Genealogy Bank, Newspapers.com, NewspaperArchives.com, and ChroniclingAmerica.loc.gov, which is the Library of Congress. Okay. Um, Of those four, Library of Congress is free. The others are paid subscriptions. Either, yes, go ahead. Yes, however... Um, <clears throat> Newspapers.com has a library edition, mm-hmm. and so does... Um, the first one you mentioned, Genealogy Bank. Yep. Okay. They yeah. do have library. They have so library editions. Just like Ancestry, you can go. You don't have to subscribe. If you mm-hmm. go to the library and your library has a, a library subscription, then right. you can use them on site at the right. library. So that's great to know. And hopefully your library, like ours does, you can do it from home. You just log in with your library card. If you have a library card, exactly. Yes. And we're going to talk about local libraries um, because they are also an integral part of um, newspaper research. So, but let's talk about okay. the onlines first. Let's do it. Um, you have to really watch your spelling. So you, mm-hmm. before you start doing this, write down all the variations of, of how the names could be spelled. Uh, especially it, with genealogy bank, uh, you're going to want to run the individual's first name, last name. And then, um, if they had like a middle initial run with the middle initial, or run just the initials because oftentimes back in the middle of the 20th century or even 
beginning of the 20th century, sometimes individuals were identified only by their first two initials and the last name mm-hmm. in an obituary. <clears throat> so J.B. Smith died. Right. So you need to, because if you just put John Smith, it's not going to bring up those initials when you do that search. Mm-hmm. So write down all the variables and run your search run with one. all of those right. Um, <clears throat> with Genealogy Bank, I found even if the person, they have um, an obituary section for um, obituaries from 1977 to the present. But I have found oftentimes that the individual's not in there, even though they did die after 1977. But you always need to also go look in those historic newspapers because you're going to find obituaries in the historic newspapers rather than the obituary section sometimes. Okay, <laughs> sure. They just have not been cate- all categorized um, as, as accurately. So, um, and then always narrow it. I, f- I always, when I do my search, I narrow by region and by date. And if I can't find anything, then I start taking away those variables, mm-hmm. you know, make my date range a little bit bigger, um, you know, go out into the surrounding states. And if you still can't find it, then do that nationwide search. Um, we have a friend of ours, Judy, who had an ancestor, the snake man. Right. And who I believe was in the South in Georgia or South Carolina. And she found an article written about him that had been picked up by the, the UP or the AP and was published in a Connecticut Right. newspaper right. so if she had not searched nationwide she would have never found that article because the local papers were do not exist or mm-hmm. have not been mm-hmm. been digitized uh or weren't online mm-hmm. but that connecticut newspaper was and had picked up the article right so, so it doesn't mean that your ancestor necessarily was in connecticut right it's just that the story was picked up the story so was picked up and was published there uh-huh. exactly yeah. yeah so um good tip so um, another one, newspapers.com, mm-hmm. and if you have a Ancestry, an Ancestry World membership, you automatically get newspapers.com. You can always purchase it separately. I love newspapers.com. I do, too. Um, I love Genealogy Bank as well. Yeah, yeah, and, and everybody's got a little, something a little different. They do. Um, they do. Uh, and I know on newspapers.com, when you go in there to research, you can they have a little map of the United States. You can click, click on the state that you're working in. You can put in your date range. And again, like you said, start with like the exact date you're mm-hmm. looking for. And if nothing's there, start to broaden it out and maybe look in adjacent states and, mm-hmm. and national. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, in each one of these, I have found that you need to search in each one of these because I have searched in, in two and can't find anything, and then I'll go into like newspaper archives, and mm-hmm. you know, and I'll find what I'm looking for. So because each one of these, and you can go in and look to see what newspapers each one of these services um, has in their collection, mm-hmm. and they all have different newspapers from all different regions. Different. So you really do need right. to do a thorough check in all in all three all three of those paid um, subscriptions. And well, and my heritage. If you have a subscription to my heritage in their research, you can, I mean, you can just do a data subscription for my heritage. Mm-hmm. And, um, they have a research and newspapers is one of their, uh, subsections of that. And newspapers. they have, they, no, they don't use newspapers. Oh, oh, this is my heritage. They Searching use, they have newspapers. other newspapers. Gotcha. Right? Okay. So you can search specifically just under newspapers in the, my heritage website. Um, and I've found mm-hmm. things in there that I have not found on newspapers.com or the other places because they have different newspapers. Right. So, and really, if you find, um, something, please make note of it in your research log or somewhere where that newspaper for that little town that you're looking for is like, if, if, you have the Elmira Gazette, and you know that the only place it is is 
on newspapers.com or newspapers archived or whatever, make a note of that so every time you go back to research, you don't have to go through all four of these things again looking for the Elmira Gazette. You know exactly where it is, mm-hmm. this website. That's a good, that's a, that's a good mm-hmm. tip. For sure. That's because I have had that problem where I didn't write it down and I had to go through all of them to find it again. See, we learn from our mistakes. <laughs> That's awesome. All right. So Chronicling America is, I think, sometimes overlooked. It's the Library of Congress. They have digitized historic newspapers from 1789 to 1925. It's free. Free is good. Free is good. So, again, you need to make sure that you go in there and you do your search, but then make sure that the newspapers in the area where you're searching are in the time period that you are looking for. And some so, of them will be missing years or whatever. And this is on any any of the sites. The newspapers will be yes. missing a section. It's probably your and, section, but... <laughs> Right, they'll be missing the section, or they'll they'll be missing that particular publication mm-hmm. week. You know, some, yeah. some of these pub, some of these newspapers only publish. You need to make sure were they published weekly, right. were they published daily, were they published bi monthly? Yeah. Um, oftentimes, the earlier newspapers were only published on a weekly basis, or once a month, or twice a month, or something right. like that. So you need to make sure that if your ancestor died on the the fifteenth of the month, well, when would you think that they would have published? That mm-hmm. obituary, it might not be published for a week or two. Right. So you've got to make sure that you keep those time, right. those, those time factors and the publication and the event dates in mind. Well, another place to look is libraries, of course, and we love libraries. We do. Libraries are essential uh, to getting the obituaries oftentimes because after you have gone online and looked um, on the online resources, and you can't find anything, you have to contact your lo- the local mm-hmm. library where your ancestor died, especially for obituaries, to try and get those obituaries. And mm-hmm. you will find them there. And, you know, we're so thankful to all the librarians out there yes. who are, um, are there just waiting for us to send in our request to um to look for those obituaries for us so um so always go to the local library go on to their um website uh many of them will have the obituaries indexed so they may not have them digit the the images digitized but Mm -hmm. they will have them indexed Mm -hmm. so you can find um and that's very helpful to the library and the more information you give them up front the easier it's going to be to let them do their jobs so um, but then you email the library and ask them um, to um, send you a copy of mm-hmm. the um, the obituary and give them the information. Uh, sometimes there's a small fee, you know, maybe a yeah, dollar or something. If it's free, much. I usually will send them a, a, like a, five, a five dollar donation, you sure. know, for their time and for the library because um, it's a great service that they're doing and it's their yeah. time, and um, we really appreciate that. Yeah. So. I know in um, in Ohio, there's because uh, that's where I do a lot of my research. There's a, the Rutherford B Hayes um, yes foundation, or I'm, I just know mm-hmm. Rutherford B Hayes, and they, yeah. they always have um, a lot of my obituaries will come up from there. But it will tell me mm-hmm. what um, newspaper, newspaper mm-hmm. it was in. Yeah. So if mm-hmm. I don't want to order it through uh-huh. them, and I've ordered quite a few through mm-hmm. them to get it, but if I'm not really sure, that's my exact ancestor because mm-hmm. I don't want to pay for it if it's mm-hmm. not. Um, 
I will take that information to the local library up there and mm-hmm. my mm-hmm. trusty librarian, and mm-hmm. they'll look, usually mm-hmm. look it up for mm-hmm. me, and then I'll send them a right. donation, like you said. And sometimes on Ancestry, you'll find um, they're in their obituary index. Mm-hmm. It will it will give you just the index information, mm-hmm. but it will yes. give you the name of the newspaper, or it will give you an abbreviation of the name of the newspaper. So mm-hmm. you Google that abbreviation. It will tell you the name of the newspaper, mm-hmm. and then you take that information, and you go to the local library and then right. get a copy that way. Right. So, yeah. yes. Especially when these some of these newspapers are not digitized and out there. And, you know, mm-hmm. the only way to do it is if they've got it on microfilm or... Right. You know, you know and, yeah, or... Yes. A lot of times they're, they're going to be on microfilms. So it may mm-hmm. take the librarian a day or two yeah, to, to get find it, it. To find it, yes. They, so. they usually come through. They do, yes. Yeah. And, yes, yeah, wonderful. And another uh, spot that is... L- usually overlooked are yes universities universities. university Mm -hmm. libraries um for example the university of florida their george uh, smathers library has the the pk young library of florida history and they have digitized florida uh newspapers online Mm -hmm. now um these live these are usually limited um collections but very valuable because these are usually going to be newspapers that you may not find on some of the larger mm-hmm. right um, online resources um university of illinois <clears throat> at uh, urbana champaign has some things online penn state university libraries have some things online i mean that's just a sampling of sure. where you need to go to yeah. look but they do have um, digitized newspapers but they also have newspaper abstracts so you can at least get um, some idea of what the article may be about and then you can uh, ask them for a full copy mm-hmm. of mm-hmm. the article um they also have um, on-site microfilm collections, so if you do live near the university, oh, you, you can, can look at their catalog and then go and look at the, you know, I've done that where I've driven up to Gainesville, which mm-hmm. is only a couple hours, and um, used a microfilm on, mm-hmm. on, on site. So um, these are all uh, resources and repositories that we all need to be using in our genealogical research. Uh, what are we looking for besides obituaries? Well, yeah. marriages. We're looking for marriages. Birth notices. Birth notices. um, Divorces. I mean, I don't know if they publish divorce notifications in newspapers anymore, but they used to. Well, I read one the other day. It wasn't wasn't a uh, divorce notice, but it was pretty funny. Uh, And it wasn't even the person I was looking for, but I always like it when I find those that in my searches has come up some comical things. It was this person said, um, and I can't remember the name, but it was like John Burns... uh, Put in a notice in the newspaper, just like a couple liner. Do not trust Letty Burns, my wife. She has not been to my bed in a month. She is untrustworthy. (laughs) Okay. Wow. (laughs) And that's all it said. But that was the notice in there. And, you know. You never know what you're going to find. You never know. Yeah, absolutely. So, yeah. Um so the divorces, and oftentimes they will say the date of the marriage in the divorce. Mm-hmm. Now you can go to the courthouse, depending on what ca- what state it's in, but you could get a copy of that divorce. And the great thing about divorces are they will often list the children, the minor children's names. Oh, that's awesome. So <clears throat> that is going to give you a great document to mm-hmm. link um, generations together. Yes. So yes. Um, so look for those marriage announcements and the divorces. And I always like looking at the bride's pictures too. Oh yeah. You know? I love this, the, you know, yeah. the hairstyles, the, you know, the, the it's just really, it's, mm-hmm. it's really cool. Um, noteworthy, ac- newsworthy accidents. Are <laughs> <laughs> noteworthy accidents. Okay. Yeah, exactly. Um, 
But accidents, um, promotions, if your ancestor was a, a blacksmith oh, or yeah. a carriage maker, there might be an advertisement mm-hmm. uh, for his company in, in there. Um, Certainly. You know, certainly automobile accidents, you know, all of those you know, right, tragedies right. are going to be in there. But school activities and awards. Yeah. Oh, we have done a lot of research on my husband's mom, mm-hmm. who uh, she and her sisters, when they were young, used to sing in this um, uh, town production called an Estedfed, mm-hmm. which was Welsh. Okay. And they, as children, they would sing and whatever. And she... Uh, was wanting us to look that up, and I found mm-hmm. a ton of articles mm-hmm. in there about, the oh, yeah, cool. with her yeah. mentioned mm-hmm. and her sisters mm-hmm. and what they were singing, and you know the whole. It was really fun, and it was fun for her because it listed everybody that did anything in that mm-hmm. particular event, mm-hmm. and she could remember. Oh yeah, I remember him. He, yeah. you know, it was a lot of fun. And yeah. how much fuller do you neat. get? You know, you, you really get mm-hmm. to know your ancestors so much more mm-hmm. through these types of, of um, yeah. articles. If they played instruments or, right. they, you know, whatever. You, you might never know. Right. You might never know they were part saved of an a organization. or, you know. <laughs> <laughs> um, volunteer work, too. If they're, if yeah. they're involved in volunteer organizations, oftentimes those right. will be in the featured in the Were they in a club? Mm-hmm. Now, we have a friend in our little genealogy group whose mother was um, the president of a club, and she never knew it and it was um like i can't remember she found that in the newspapers and it listed her you know as the president and Mm -hmm. she's like i didn't know my mom was in this club mother had never mentioned never mentioned it exactly um publications of probated estates sometimes if our ancestor died you know Mm -hmm. if they had um a will or if they had property then the estate would be probated and sometimes Mm -hmm. you will get an idea of when that was probated by um, newspaper announcements. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, real estate sold, bought and sold. I'll, oh, I'll, yeah. You'll find those in the newspaper, so then you can go and look for deeds. Mm-hmm. Um, so those transactions are often published. And those visitations. Oh, those are the most fun. Yeah, they are. They're a lot of fun. Um, because I mean, you think, well, who cares? That so-and-so, my aunt, my sister was visiting so-and-so. But you get, oftentimes those relationships are cited. They were visiting the sister. Mm-hmm. Well, did you know that your ancestor had that sister mm-hmm. and that she lived in that city or right. that, that particular town? So those locations and those relationships yeah. often come out in those visitations. And I think those help for dates, too. I know I used the visitation once when I was trying to get a wedding date for my great-grandmother, who I thought lived in Deschler, Ohio at a certain time. But I found her in the newspaper visiting her friends in Deschler. So she was clearly... Not in Deschler then. She was living, I um, later found out where she was living, but it gave me those dates. Like, okay, so she's not there now. She's somewhere else, and she's coming into Deschler again mm-hmm. to visit. Um, and there were two of those notices, and the friends that she had visited. Um, so that was helpful to place her at a certain time um, that I was researching. Right, so you can add those mm-hmm. to your timeline right. of your ancestor, and you can definitely see right, where, where, they're, where they're moving mm-hmm. about on yeah. that. Yeah. Yeah, excellent. Uh, I had an ancestor who um, there was a news, an obituary published for from for him in the newspaper in Indiana, and it said that he had died in a car accident in Florida. So um, I was curious, mm-hmm. and I, I got the death certificate in Florida, and the death certificate said that he was um, killed. Um, he was murdered with a <gasps> by being shot with a shotgun. <clears throat> so. I went to the the local library, and we have an excellent genealogical library in in 
Tampa, Florida, and uh, went to the library and about that the time that he died, looking for articles, mm-hmm. and because I figured if he was shot and murdered, there was going to be a, something published about it. And in fact, there were several articles published about um, the investigation, wow. and then there was uh, a trial. Mm-hmm. So, um, you know, you get to see a much fuller right. history of your right. family when you start with those But things. this also makes you realize you can't always trust everything that's in the newspaper. Well, I so we all know that. always <laughs> a clue. It's always a clue to what's, what's happening. Absolutely. So your I mean, story had, you know... Yes. The like, accuracy is, again, all, all it depended upon the informant. That's, so. that's, that is true. Yeah. So we, that's why we have to look at all the evidence, mm-hmm. analyze it, and then make a determination based on right. all the evidence. And so, newspapers are not a primary source. They are not. But <laughs> we also have to do uh, thorough, exhaustive research. Yes. And uh, working in newspapers uh, is a part of that. Yes. So, absolutely. I hope that... Um, you all have great success in absolutely. your research in newspapers and come up with... If you find some really fun stories, share them with us. Send great. us a note on Facebook or an email. We... We'd love to see um, what you find in the newspapers. Absolutely. So, until next time. Cheers. Cheers. Thank you for listening. Please email us with any questions or comments at genealogyhappyhour at gmail.com. Visit our website, www.genealogyhappyhour.com, for additional resources, books, and wines. Don't forget to drink responsibly. And never drink around genealogical documents.